Welcome to Midlife Athlete Podcast. Um, I'm host uh, Jason Smith, and as ever, joined by my uh, colleague and co-host Greg Ryan. Hello, hi, Greg. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm good. And um, so we thought we'd we were chatting and reflecting a little bit about some of the podcasts that we've already recorded and the ones that we've got coming up, and we thought we thought it would be quite good uh, to sort of muse a little bit on um and reflect on the on the content if you like and and what some of the um the experts and 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 um inspiring athletes have have sort of produced in those sessions because sometimes you can kind of whiz through them and not actually go back and reflect so yeah also things like well god i wish i'd ask that question or there's there's a point there which we didn't expand on or yeah so there's stuff to 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 ponder and pontificate and cogitate yeah and i think we can also you know let's let's have a start with what what have you been up to actually since well i've literally just got off my bike <laughs> i was in the shed uh on a turbo trailer for an hour um it was getting a bit dark and uh i'm i'm a um i'm a fair weather cyclist i think i'm not like i'm not as i'm not as hardened like as, as you are jace um no, so. oh, no. <laughs> so i i there's um uh, a, a group of friends were jesting about joining Zwift rides yeah. this evening, and uh, I said you I would join. Did you laugh at them? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, 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 not at all, Greg. Zwift has it great. But I did say I I would join, but I don't have a home trainer and I don't have Zwift. <laughs> um, you just join no, with the with a with a glass of wine. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, I I do get Zwift, um, but personally, I just enjoy being outdoors. Uh, you're and, much more um, of a purist. You're more, you're more of a purist, I must admit. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. So you, uh, so you and anything else? You haven't been doing any mad? Uh, I've been no. I've been doing them, um, doing some weight training, um, getting into that a bit more. Uh, I've got a there's a small gym at, in one in our one of our clinics and I, I do that once a week and then some stuff at home. Um, but I'm getting, I'm beginning to lean towards calisthenics. It's an old, it's an old, I mean, I remember coming across that word back in the seventies and it's all basically body weight stuff. Um, but it's, it's all a, aiming towards, um, things like sort of doing your own hands, you know, handstands and, and handstand press ups. And so it's, a lot of control, a lot of body weight control. So it's not just throwing weights around. Um, you have to be in a position where you are in control of the movement and, and all the time. So you could stop and reverse if you wanted to. That's the idea behind these things. Um, well, it sounded like a really bizarre diet uh, <laughs> when you first mentioned it. So I'm yeah. glad you actually started explaining what it what it entailed. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm it a... Sounds a bit risky, though, for, like, no injury. Well, it, well it, because it's because it's very controlled. You can only, I mean, there, there, there is. Well, 
some of the stuff they're doing, there's a thing called a planche, P-L-A-N-C-H-E, which is where you're, it's a bit like when you're watching um, um, the parallel bars in, in men's gymnastics and they're sort of doing like a press up, but with their, the body's almost horizontal. The idea is that you're able to leave yourself using your body counterweight, et cetera, and balance. Um, you can go then, if you're really, really good, you can go up into a handstand and back down again. I mean, I'm not even considering that. But you have to be able to do something like that or, and have the control to do it. It requires, you know, you've got to, you can't just go straight into it, but you, you've got to work your way up to it. But it's something that's been to slowly, I'm slowly becoming interested in just rather than just doing weights, uh, which is what I've been doing for decades off and on. Um, and this just seemed a bit more, you know, there's no gym involved. Um, a few bits of equipment, but not much else. But that's going to be my my 2021 challenge. See if I can do a, a planche. You look it up, mate, on uh, on YouTube. There's there's, um, there's a bloke called Frank Madrano. He's a, an American um, YouTuber and um, a Latino guy based over in uh, uh, Los Angeles. And I mean, he's sixty odd, and if you look at him, it's, what he's what he's capable of doing is just ridiculous. I mean, we, if we can get him on the podcast, uh, we're doing well. But he is just phenomenal. What he's a, just what he can, what his body can do. Um, so it's got that's certainly very inspiring, and that's sort of that's what's been uh, that's why I'm I'm leaning towards it in my in my exercise journey. Well, well, first of all, I expect to see some videos or pictures of you <laughs> in various poses. That'll be really good. Um, what about me? Well, I, to be honest, my Achilles is fixed. Um, so I've been enjoying getting back into running. Mm. Um, although for the first time, my eldest, uh, who's 18, came home for Christmas from university and um, did his first run in months and bashed out a sort of average 440 time per kilometer uh which obviously i struggle to get close to um particularly <laughs> particularly on the back of an achilles injury so that was a bit depressing because it was like <laughs> oh, he's just he's just kind of you know accelerated past me without any training and um in fact he hadn't done any running um it's abject lesson in age isn't it it is an abject lesson in age um but yeah, bit of bit of running, um, cycling. I want to try and you know to get some slightly longer rides in. Um, so been trying to work it out, but the weather's not the weather's not fantastic um, for for longer rides. Um, but I've actually been reflecting on on um, the the last podcast we did with with Dave, and and in particular the thing that really I can't get out of my head really, which is the the um, the role that the the neural connection plays with uh, muscles, mm, yeah, and um, it just coincided with um, when we when we were recording that. I um, I came across this film of a surfer, a Swedish uh, surfer, who um, was going. He's, he's gone back to, to to Sweden to to sort of explore. Um, um, surfing spots on the Baltic Sea and kind of promote um, Swedish surfing. Um, and there was a little little film about his sort of journey. And um, at the start of it, he talked about uh, having some kind of freak um, condition uh, 
um, where he um, it, it felt a bit like an ME type type mm. thing. Yeah. Um, he certainly couldn't surf. He he couldn't really walk properly. Um, and um, he talked about how he used meditation to almost kind of focus on all the different parts of his body that wasn't really functioning um, and got improvement as a result of that. And, and so that combined with, with, with Dave talking about neural connections with muscles, I just thought, wow, that's just a fascinating the power area. It's the power of the mind, isn't it? And, um, and how you can train the brain um, to, to compensate. And um, there was a course I was on uh, a few years ago, and they were talking about uh, sort of brain training and, and how um, you, can, you can train a, a, a sighted person. You can blindfold them. Stick them in a room, uh, an empty room with an object in it, um, and then you can basically in, in ten minutes you can train them how to echolocate and find the the object by by clicking their fingers and yeah yeah in ten minutes. Um, and I've, I've I've I mean I've seen it I've seen that sort of thing happen. Um, uh, I used to work with a blind physio who used to walk used to walk around um, uh, in the hospital. On, in hard heel, uh, hard heel shoes through the corridors, which had no carpets. You know, it's all sort of plastic everywhere. Mm-hmm. Clicking his fingers and he would turn his head, he would cock his head to one side. He had, his ears were off-centred like an owl. <laughs> and he could, he could basically triangulate sound. He'd, and he'd, I mean, he'd been doing it for decades since he, was, since he turned blind when he was a teenager. But, yeah, you know, he trained his brain to, to echolocate. <laughs> he was like a walking dolphin. Um, but... I didn't realize this, but but the, you can actually do it with sighted people. With you, just, you give them the, the the tools, and they and they can change. The brain is so plastic. Um, when I when I when I say plastic, it means it can change. Um, and um, even the, even in our you know, as as we get older, even in our in old age, it's still plastic. It becomes less plastic, um, but it's still it's still changeable. Um, but yes, I mean the the. the 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 nerves the, the the brain how it how it influences muscle I mean, it tells the muscles what to be it tells it whether to be a a fast twitch or a slow twitch and as we get older I think I don't think we mentioned it in the podcast but as we get older the, the type twos are fast twitch do start changing to type one um, uh, and that's that's a central thing that's a neural thing um, and yeah you know, in order to maintain it you've got to keep using it. Um, as I say, with, with your 18 year older, he's, um, it, it, the tide is with him and it's, uh, <laughs> and the wind and everything else. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it made me, um, <clears throat> I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I, I, I've got into meditation over the last few years, seriously, probably since, um, since the start of lockdown, because mm. you just have a bit more time mm. in the morning to, mm. to do it. Um, and it, and and reflecting on the um, the surfer video just made me think. Well, you know, and it'd be it'd be great actually if we could try and find somebody uh, to get on the podcast to, to explore whether or not this kind of mind medi- meditation type thing can actually mm. affect mm. Um, you know not just how we perform but 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 maybe some you know use of muscles and and that kind of stuff so well i think um absolutely i mean i think the, the musings that we as we're calling these these little um um, um mini podcasts are 
um, it's sort of shout out to to our listeners to get in touch with us um, to uh, give us your stories. Uh, let us know what you're up to, and and if you know people who've who've done some amazing things, you know, let us know so we can try and get in touch with them. Or if or if you know, they've got a story to tell, then let us hear it, and and it might be something we we want to broadcast to to everyone else because it because it's of its, of its interest um, and they can they can reach out to us yeah. on twitter yep so our handle is at pod mid p-o-d-m-i-d yeah. um wasn't our choice that was twitter's uh choice but there you are yeah um so yeah reach out to us tweet us um you know we we're um we'd, we'd well we'd love any kind of yeah, feedback. Yeah. Yeah. suggestions yeah um stories that, that you want to talk about yeah all that sort of stuff yeah yeah talking about topics um we've got we've got a great um podcast lined up with mm. uh, on heart rate variability which i'm yep really really looking forward to yep and we also got uh, andrew scott's um one coming up as well haven't we that's coming yeah, andrew scott andrew scott i think is um it's a, it, it's a shame uh, because that's such a big area. Andrew Scott, Professor Andrew Scott, um, he's an economist by training, but he's 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 talking about sort of longevity, isn't he, and, mm. and sort of the long life. Mm. Um, and um, I won't give too much away, but it but there's this really pertinent bit for us is that extra long life is is an extended midlife period. Well, th- that's what I've been. Certainly, that's the thing I've been reflecting on. Um, so. When, you know, we've never really defined what midlife is. You know, what's the when does midlife start and when does it end? And by what's happened, what, what we're discussing with with Andrew is that that's shifting, that's moving um, um, quite quickly, relative, well, relatively quickly, um, um, further and further away. So, you know, what was midlife, you know, fifty years ago is now still young <laughs> by 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 today's standards. Um, so that, I mean, that was a fascinating, just scraping the surface of, of that completely, but, um, it's a, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, any others that you're, uh, you'd, you'd be keen to sort of explore? Well, I think, um, what I'd, I'm looking, what I'm looking forward to at some point is, is, talking about what i talk about all day which is injuries <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um, i'm not I'm quite a magic sponge I'm, moment I'm quite, yeah, I'm quite nerdy about all that sort of stuff but yeah just i mean talk, talk about injuries how age affects injuries how our recoveries etc um but um that's quite an interesting one um i mean from dave's perspective um, for dave monroe we were talking about muscle and aging that was again that was just a tiny fraction of what of, of the subject so we've 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 hardly touched on it so it'd be, be good to get him back on and talk about training and loading and and what happens to muscle when you exercise and get strong or uh if you're if you keep endurance and you know vascularity and the mitochondria and all that sort of dig into that well, I, I i've i've had a request already um from some listeners that basically said it would be really good to um follow that up with with something about loading and maybe if you're getting back into something maybe you're coming back from an injury or i don't know you 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 just you know getting back into a sport how do you how do you go about making sure that you don't kind of overload yourself um 
So um, yeah, maybe we can we can put a topic around that. Yeah, well, well I mean, Dave's a physio as well, so the two of our, two of us will quite happily talk about that all day. So yeah, that'd be good. But we've also got um, to hopefully got um, a guy I know who's uh, who's who plays badminton. At, um, he's in his late late fifties, but doesn't look it. Um, plays badminton up to uh, GB standard and has done a few um, um, ultra marathons and a few. And he's done a marathon in Greenland. We're quite interesting one. <laughs> um, so we're going to hopefully get him on in a in a, in a uh, to record in a few weeks. And not to leave out any female listeners, mm. um, I'm, I'm really, really excited about this. We've got um, startup entrepreneur Helene Guillaume, 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 yeah. um, who has got a fantastic app um, that really looks at, um, you know, um, the menstrual cycle and how that can impact um, training for for people. And I guess she'll have some insights around sort of menopause as well. And, mm perimenopause and stuff so that that i think will be really interesting because that seems to be because if, if you think right well, certainly from a coaching perspective um all of the sort of coaching materials has all been male-based stuff mm, mm. and so um actually reflecting on the differences and how women should train differently uh because because of that then i think that you know that that could really open up some really interesting possibilities over time um, I tell you what I, I tell you what I have. Uh, I, I I watched a webinar uh, last evening um, with a guy called Tim Spector, which is talking oh, yeah, yeah. about the um, gut microbiome. Spoon fed the book. Spoon fed. We've been well. We banged on about that on this podcast, didn't we? Yeah, but I, that's that was also quite fascinating in the sense that they only made a very very small reference to the um, gut biome actually um, having an impact on on uh, exercise performance right um, so uh, so maybe we can reach out to to Tim uh, yeah. and uh, try and get him on to talk about uh, how the gut microbiome not only impacts our you know overall health but mm. but also sports performance that yeah that would yeah. be fascinating but the what I was also reflecting about um, when we spoke to Marco about the, the heart rate variability was that as a metric, it's a sort of, it's a metric for everyone. It's not just for, for athletes. I mean, we discuss mainly from an athletic perspective um, when we release it, you'll hear what we're talking about, but, but ultimately it's it, heart rate variability, variability is, is about how your body is responding to all stresses, not just exercise. Um, so that was a quite an eye opener for me. Um, and how it's it's a metric for life, really. Because <laughs> you, um, you, you don't use heart rate variability, have you? No, I don't, but I'm going to. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to look at it. Um, although we, when we discussed about my my ca- uh, caffeine intake, and I was saying I, I'm sure that my heart, my resting heart rate had gone up over lockdown because I was drinking more coffee because we got a Nespresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was getting through capsules left, right, and centre. And I look back. I actually used my data for the first time. I look back at my heart rate, my resting heart rate, pre-lockdown and post-lockdown. First, the first one, and um, it hasn't changed. So I, I can I'm going to drink as much coffee as I want. I don't care. <laughs> well, and and actually, you know, Tim and his work with a gut microbiome, coffee's good for you, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's got I, well. 
Well, I, I think I, they I, said it's good for you in moderate doses. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> mainlining isn't 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 advisable. Now, but I mean, things like coffee. I mean, a, a, a shot of coffee has got the same fiber content as a small banana. I, I was shocked by that when I was uh, when I read uh, when I read his book. Um, yeah, and the yeah, and, the, and, and the, the, apparently the benefits are not in the caffeine per se. It's it's in all the other chemicals that mm. that come out when you um you know when you when you process the bean in making the coffee. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you can you know you can drink decaffeinated coffee and still get still get the benefits. Yeah, yeah, without the hit. Yes. Right. So uh, are we done? Are we done? Yeah, I think I think we're done. Um, so, so the next podcast uh, we have is Professor Andrew Scott. Yep. Um, which should be coming out um, a week, just over in a week's time. Yep. Uh, and I think that coincides with his, the paperback version of his book, latest book. Second book, um, yeah. Second book, which I think the, is called... The New Long Life. The New Long Life. The New Long Life. His first book was The Hundred Year Life. Yeah, yeah. Both of which are fascinating, and uh, people should read those. Particularly, I mean, again, that's that's something I have mused on, and it's all about how you know we have to start thinking about a longer life and a, and trying to make it a bit more fruitful. Hence, why we exercise. Hence, why I exercise at least. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that will hopefully be coming out. Uh, what's the dates? Something like the twenty second, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twenty second. I think it's a Thursday, yeah. a Friday. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that'll be out on twenty second, which I think, as I say, coincides either to the day or, or thereabouts of, of the second book. So in paperback, so that'd be great. And um, as always, it'd be great if you could subscribe. Uh, however, you listen to your podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or any of the other other platforms, please follow us. Get in touch with us uh, mm. on Twitter at PodMid. We'd love to hear. Take care. Cheers.